we have Dr. Martha back with us. Pregnancy sex, they get a lot of pleasure much quicker. Women are less interested in having sex. What I like about Hotel 81. <laughs> what the f A woman's best orgasm might be when she's pregnant. This is your daily catch-up. Boom. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's been a while, yes. but we have Dr. Martha back with Let's us. Go! We did an episode with her two years ago. In our old studio. In our old set, old studio to talk about sex. Sex. And sex, we have to keep talking about it. Right? <laughs> and doing also. It's but so important, correct. Okay, yeah. but I do want to say that this whole episode, right? Or these two episodes are for educational purposes. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yes. for us to we understand very our body, our minds, <laughs> each other better. Okay? Yeah. So the stuff that we're going to get into is, it might be a bit graphic, <laughs> but understand that they are valuable takeaways. It's for you. And today, we have another special guest with us, Shireen. Hi, Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So Shireen is an associate of Dr. Martha. Um, wow. She, <laughs> 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 Correct, right? Wow. Okay, do you, could you care to introduce yourself a little bit for the audiences? So I'm Shireen. I've been a counsellor. Okay. I've been working with students and the youth, primarily a big chunk of my career. When I became a mom, I pivoted to private practice and then I did Dr. Martha's course. And so now I'm helping couples and the young ones too. So yeah, I'm a counsellor basically. Nice. So today's episode is actually sponsored by Cherry Affairs. Mm. Um, and we have a very special promo code and even a giveaway. Stay till the end to find out more. Uh, but in the meantime, let's get the conversation started first. So, what has been going on with you <laughs> <laughs> over the last two years? Uh, I have less hair. <laughs> Where? Where? <laughs> no, but seriously, I have been uh, working by myself for so long, for 15 years. And mm. uh, that's how I decided to recruit uh, successors. Mm. And uh, that's how I got these amazing counsellors that I've trained. And uh, now they are my associates. So we are actually going to launch a sister company called Underneath the Moon. So moon symbolising romance, pillow talk, oh. nighttime, personal life. So yeah. Wait, I still don't understand. So what is the service? What is the... Uh, still, still the same thing. It's just that um, Eros Coaching will be more like lifestyle and then uh, underneath the moon is more uh, counselling, sexuality oh, okay, and all okay. that. Okay. So has there been an increase in demand for these kind of services over the last two years? Uh, in the last one year, I have a lot more LGBTQIA clients coming to see me. Okay. Yeah, after 377A was repelled yeah. uh, last year. So I think maybe for people who are in the majority who identify heterosexual, being in a position of privilege, I don't think we really realize that having a law like this repel actually makes uh, them feel validated and make them feel seen. Mm. And uh, then they want to work on other aspects of their life, including their relationships. So I have been very, very moved by that. It's mm. almost liberating for them to be able to explore and be more open about it. So. Yes, my gay BFF, I guess, uh, he actually <laughs> told me that um, uh, he noticed more couples 
uh, holding hands in public mm-hmm. uh, than he has ever seen in Singapore. Mm-hmm. And these are things that maybe when you're heterosexual, you don't really realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's actually really important to have this kind of a climate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like I, I've noticed it as well, right? But the thing is that because it's so endearing, I, I, I like to look at it. But then I realize as I look at it, right, it might seem as though I'm judging. So then I have to then react in a good way. So like sometimes I'll, I'll see a gay couple and I'll go like, like, like my thought, like oh wow, it's so look, cute, it's so cute. But, yeah, my face doesn't reflect my uh. actual emotion. So then I see them looking at me also like a oh look at this straight guy not understanding. Uh. But I'm like no no no, I get it. So in that in that five seconds it's like. No, no, I think it looks scary. <laughs> uh, before we continue, I, th- I think it's quite interesting to learn a little bit more about Shireen's, like how she got into yeah. this in the first place. So okay. maybe you can share a bit about that. Okay, so basically I'm a counsellor and mm. um, as I was learning my course, I did family therapy. And then in that course, I felt the sexual bit of it was, you know, kind of breeze through. You, mm. you, there wasn't much to it. Mm. So ironically, Martha would um, launch her professional certificate yeah. course <gasps> last year and I was postpartum. And I was like, wow. I have to do this course. I have to learn. This Great. is an opportunity. And I did it. Wow. And I learned so much that I had no idea. I mean, this is me, a person who is an adult, mm. um, half a kid. And I still don't know a lot of things. So right. it was so really good. I blew her mind without blowing her. <laughs> <Yeah>. hey. <laughs> so can you give us one specific example yeah, of something yeah. that blew you? Your mind. At the beginning of this. Yeah. Okay. The very first one would be the arousal response. Just like how you're introvert or extrovert, this is something that's innate to you. Mm-hmm. So for example, your arousal response can be responsive. So when someone touches you, sensory, you know, uh, you get stimulated, right. you're oh. aroused. And or bone. you might be spontaneous. Or like stimulated. some people take a longer time uh, to reach the arousal versus some people it's like, oh, I'm horny suddenly. Yeah, some people just oh. naturally in their body, they're like, I'm in the mood. You know, oh. some people are work me into the mood. Uh. That makes sense. Yes. Ah, so do action. you know what your arousal response is? Responsive. The, the first one. <laughs> I need yeah, to like, be a, like an oven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oven. need to preheat me first. <laughs> yeah, versus <laughs> microwave. Oh, yeah. Ding. That's a good one. Yeah. Microwave. Yeah. And so it's these two ends. La. Like they're kind of like, it's yeah. usually somewhere between these two. You're either or. Yeah, it can also be situational. Depends like, on the context. Like people who go on holidays and then okay. they are horny. Uh. But uh, primarily these two, yes. Or like before menses. Yeah. And you can oh. change, of course. I, <laughs> mm. I know of people whose um, uh, arousal cycle changes. Okay. Like after baby. Okay, okay. So <laughs> then, uh, for those of you who don't know, actually who don't know, yeah, uh, then is about, uh, about to become a father. I am. I am. I had sex. Thank you. (laughs) 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 Yeah, and so I believe he has some questions surrounding sex and pregnancy. Since um, we got pregnant, I like to use we. Yes, you should use we. Yes, use we. It's both. Positive language. (laughs) Um, Ever since we got got pregnant, Uh I think it's been very difficult for me to wrap my head around my son being (laughs) there where I'm going to put my my thingy in. Obviously, I know the signs and it's not near and like he's protected and everything. But it's like, I just cannot wrap my head around it. Like you scared the dick like hit the baby. Yeah, visually for me, it's like that. (laughs) Like like spot. The mood, like when you think exactly about that, it. exactly that. So then mm. have you had people come to you and ask you like how do you maintain like the romance while like going through pregnancy and stuff like that? And what's your usual advice? Okay, so um there's a range. First okay. of all, um there's a mucus plug that protects. So literally at the entrance there's a mucus plug that doesn't let anything come in. Okay. Our human body is amazing at protecting the 
the offspring to survive. Mm. Oh, so, as in your body creates so it. Like, women, it's not yeah, you so buy the one. women... No, you don't buy it. Oh, <laughs> 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 okay, mucus plug. From Watson's, you know? That's butt plug. So that's on the physical aspect of it. The other bit is to recognize that sex is not just penetration. Exactly. It's not just intercourse. There are other ways to be stimulated, to be mm. aroused, to enjoy the process. Mm. And then of course, if you want to do penetration, just make sure that she's comfortable, you'll find a position that works because with a big belly, it gets in the way. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. But the good news, or rather I, would, no, I wouldn't say good news, but the thing for someone to consider is, I think during pregnancy sex, because of the hormones running so much in the woman's body, they get a lot of pleasure much quicker than any other way. <gasps> oh! Like, really? So the pleasure point for the woman right. is significantly higher because there's a lot of hormones already in the body system. So oh. ev- the nerves, everything is you know sensitive. So pleasure is also extra sensitive in that. So sense. the orgasm you will get during a pregnancy sex is more Easier, than a more m- intense, yeah. multi- multi-orgasmic. Yeah. Wow. It's really good. So. Plus you add the. This is a very common question actually because I do have a lot of clients they choose not to have sex during the pregnancy period the Mm. entire pregnancy for exactly what Dan just said which Mm. is like all this uh, fear and also Mm. like you know, they don't want to lose their baby. They yeah. don't want to be responsible for it. Yeah, mm. with that said, most likely when you're entering the last few weeks of it, right, I highly doubt <laughs> the woman's going to be keen on wanting to <laughs> Really? It's a lot of, like, quite a lot of discomfort. It's a lot of discomfort yeah. because the baby is pressing up against you. Your lungs are pushed up. You barely can breathe. I think someone said online, I don't know what the medical is, but the amount of energy it takes is like doing the tour de France on your body, like that workout oh, to really? produce milk. Whoa. So your body is doing all this amazing thing most likely she probably want to rest, sleep, yeah, yeah. Easy, okay, okay, okay. you know, yeah. true, calm down. So, but I think second trimester is a great window to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> the female so body is Second trimester is where the party's at. <laughs> it actually really is. Because like, that's when like everyone told us to like, I mean, not just for sex, but to like, to travel, that was the best time. Mm. And uh. like, I think for Ned also, like she felt the most like, unpregnant during that time. The most active. Mm. The problem for me was that I, I was kind of aware, like I did up the research just to make sure like it was all safe. Um, and I just somehow just couldn't get my head around it. I guess it's, it's not so rare after all. Like quite a lot of people feel mm. that same way, which is so which is so sad because from what I hear, pregnant women get hornier more often. I mean, if she's pregnant again, then you try again, no? Yeah. Because now the window closed. Really. No, exa- exactly <laughs> I mean, that. Yeah. Exactly that. And I think because like once you see that the baby has been delivered safely, despite yeah. you having sex and everything's okay, then it's like okay, yeah, yeah, let's yeah. just go for it the second time around. So then, what about after birth? Um, Great question. There's a big range again because everyone's birth journey is different and mm. the postpartum is different. So A, depending on how much support you have. B, how is the women feeling? So for example, if they have a C-sec, I'll speak from my experience because um, I can't speak for all women in that sense. But like I had difficulty looking at my wound, at my scar mm. in that sense because I had an emergency C-sec. Mm. And so even when my husband and I were getting in the bed, um, at that point when just his hand glided and oh. I froze, my body froze. Right. And that was the first time I experienced my vagina clamping up and like going, nope, nothing's going on. Oh, So it always comes back to communication, working with one another, saying what's comfortable, what's not comfortable, exploring, right. going slower. So in this case, I would say let the women take the lead. Did sex feel different post-birth? Once again, I cannot speak for everyone, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Just, yeah. Like I think the body takes a while to adjust. Mm. because it takes a while for your libido to come back in again and also you have to remember the body is doing this the body is saying 
I need to prioritize this little human being. So right. it's a season. It is not forever. Hmm. It will pass. But what's helpful is having a supportive partner that you know goes beyond penetrative sex and enjoy the other bits. Then mm. yeah, just enjoy. So just, so for that means for most couples, right? They will experience uh, a decrease in like um, sexual frequency after like for about like what half a year, one year after giving birth yeah i do have a lot of clients mm. they share this that their body does doesn't feel the same they don't feel like themselves mm-hmm. um after even one year after baby or two years after baby and uh, during that entire period they don't have sex wow. so by the time their child is a few years then they were they will want to address this by coming to me yeah, yeah. like mm. oh we have we didn't have sex during pregnancy we didn't have sex after baby it has been a few years what do we do for a lot of relationships there are studies that says that uh, with each child your happiness in the marriage decreases by 20 percent oh my oh. gosh stop at one shout out to cherry fair for sponsoring this episode cherry fair is a leading online adult toys store in singapore that's right and you I cannot wait, right? They offer same day delivery plus they have three slots of delivery every single day. And if you prefer physical shopping, they have a showroom in Ubi. And to get an exclusive 15% off, no minimum spend, you can code TDK Cherry 15. This offer is valid till 31st May 2024. Wow, very long. 2024. And because it's Valentine's Day is around the corner, uh, we also have a special Instagram giveaway where two winners will win one night stay at Hotel Fort Canning. Mm. including oysters and a wine bundle and movie vouchers. And you can bring your sex toys with you. Until 13 Feb only. Make love. Make Not more than love. Do <laughs> 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 you think a solution is to like plan out sex, you know, in your schedule? Yes. Uh, so there's um, spontaneous sex versus planned sex. So it's really about... Um, being realistic that in Singapore with all the stress and schedule and deadlines if you don't block out a time it's less likely to happen mm. so a lot of clients in a long term relationship they actually kind of get into comfort zone they have mm. their own routine it explains the, the less sex and also even sexless mm. but that you really need to put in effort in anything um, sex is just not going to happen uh, automatically. Uh, the dates are not going to just um, happen if you don't block out the time. You're not going to have a good time if you don't plan it. Mm. Uh, things like that. As a parent, I've always been curious, right? So like the thing that I've always heard or like I, I <laughs> as imagine... Parent, right? No, no, no. As a parent... I imagine that it's going to be very difficult to like sneak and have sex while there's obviously now a third person or like a child right in the yes. house. So then how best do you like plan intercourse with your husband now knowing that there's a child there? Isn't it advice to have sex in front of the child? Huh? <laughs> hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. <laughs> Why? I thought it normalizes it. No? Okay, 
Interesting. Okay. Uh, I, I wouldn't, I'm sorry, I'm not one to say yes or no for that. I would say no because I think that's unnecessary exposure at a very early young age, which okay, we don't okay. want to do. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. I do have a lot of clients, they, they do, do co sleeping, right? They sleep yeah. with their child, their child is between them. Uh-huh. So they do have a quickie sex, they do have it in uh-huh. front of their child. But uh, I think it comes to a certain age where they, um, whatever age that they decide is inappropriate, yeah. then they then they then they stop lah. Okay, and okay. I imagine they are doing that when the child is asleep and the child's not awake. Yeah, the yeah. child is asleep. So it's not course. in front of the child. Or yeah. with an iPad lah, can we? The child's not iPad. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> what no. iPad? They will just be iPad. playing while they're baby, so edited. Baby, then still they baby. Know as, oh. If they can watch an iPad, they, they shouldn't be knowing anything about sex. They shouldn't be watching you having sex. So I imagine, I, oh, I remember my, watching my parents have sex at the age of four. You did? Huh? Is that no, no, no. I'm saying imagine. Oh imagine God. someone says that. Like, okay. that's so rubber. So okay. does that answer your question? No, so, no, so I, I, I am curious to find out, like, I, I guess whether there are general strategies or any strategies that you employ to go, like, like, is it as though, oh my God, my child's asleep. Now let's go faster again in the room. Okay, so they do it quickly, one. <laughs> they do it when the child is not around. Uh-huh. Uh, they do it in the next room or somewhere else. Yeah, get creative. I mean, plan yeah. a vacation. Ninja skills. What, vacation now? Vacation. Why all holiday yeah, getting I really, shopper, shopper? I really hope the hotels in Singapore don't stop vacation because I think parents can try from that. Then there's Hotel 81, of course. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, get sponsored. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a quickie okay, okay. we'll go show you the hotel tour room tour okay okay oh. I've been <laughs> I've been to it? several hotel 81s oh. um, when I was younger uh, oh, nice. they are clean okay. uh, and uh, the sheets are clean it smells of bleach very very clean <laughs> oh. super bleach uh, uh, what I liked about hotel 81 <laughs> when I was younger was <laughs> me and my partner will compete with the next door and be Try to be louder than them. Oh my god, <laughs> you can hear. <laughs> I was like, okay, uh, since we are all paying the same rate, <laughs> I need to maximize the room. Actually, so, that sounds fun. Yeah, eh. yeah it's fun. <laughs> it's like, wow, we must beat them. Wait, doesn't semen smell like bleach? So it could have been semen that you were smelling. Have you smelled your own semen before? Semen doesn't smell yeah. like bleach. No, like Clorox a bit, like chlorine. Some, some, of, my yeah, cl- yeah. Uh, some of my students say uh, semen tastes like chlorine. Okay, is but taste is important by smell. So maybe... There's a relation there. When I talk to couples sometimes, or, or at least what I've heard lah, is that a lot of times, sometimes the women in relationships, right? In heterosexual relationships, are less interested in having sex. Yes, yeah, very, very common. Mm. Especially with my clients in long-term relationships. <laughs> oh. Why? Uh? Is there an actual reason why? Is it the men just buang? So there are many, many reasons for low sex drive because... Uh, it's such a complex topic. It could be because uh, someone is as simple as tired, not yeah. getting enough rest, stress, yeah. uh, death, COVID, sick, uh, cancer. <laughs> uh, there are so many possible reasons. Mm. Uh, and, and, and if they have a partner who is not supportive, a partner who is like wham-bam, thank you ma'am kind of a person, <laughs> like a quick person, like a, um, they can feel like, okay, it's all for you. It's always for you. I'm already overwhelmed. Mm. And uh, that can lead to a low sex drive. It can mm. lead to uh, sexual aversion, shutdown. So if your partner is not comfortable like talking to you about sex, then how do you like bring it up? Yeah, it's tough. That's one of the reasons why they let this topic drag on and on and on. And uh, when the word divorce comes up, then they panic and then they run to me. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so yeah, oh. my work is really, really stressful because right. you think it's just sex, but actually it's a lot more because there's also the relational part, there's the communication mm. part. Um, especially when you deal with people with different attachment styles or conflict styles. Mm. So it gets very, very complex. Maybe some practical advice that couples right now can take away mm. or can apply. Like if say, I'm trying to communicate or I ask my partner what they want, but they are too shy to really tell me and we've tried this a few times already, then what is something that they can try to do? Okay, first thing is to take ownership. Um, you ask your partner, they don't. maybe they really don't know or maybe they are shy. You don't mm. know why they are not speaking, mm-hmm. but you can speak from your own perspective and then you can say, this is how I've been feeling. I've been feeling that we are, having, we are not having sex as often. Uh, you can say, uh, to be very honest, I think I'm getting a bit bored. Mm. Uh, you can say, I would love to try this with you, but I've mm. always been shy to bring this up. Uh, what do you think about this? Mm. So when you are authentic, you are actually inviting them to be brave as well. Mm. So it may not be a immediate thing it may it may take some time for them to really understand that you you really mean it you really really genuinely want to know without judgment and you really want to grow with them another strategy you can use is plan for your intimacy building it so work it into small things like where you have touch points or you have you know connection so your communication skills your conflict res- resolution skills these are all aspects of a thriving relationship and then when you have a thriving relationship very naturally the other part of sex will then come in yeah, I, I think have you have a to be a, a good healthy unit first before you need to be able to not be healthy like you have to have fights I'm not saying okay, that my okay. husband and I didn't have fights oh right. my god the first year is like whew, war on <laughs> zone after that but the makeup sex no right but then then you you have to learn how to fight and repair that's Mm. a very important skill that people don't really learn a lot of people Mm. in the sense they don't communicate what they need or what they like and if you can actually tell your partner hey i like this do this more they'll be more than happy to you know do with Mm. it it's easier to work that way it's also about knowing yourself yeah Mm. and uh, being able to speak up because in our asian culture like a lot of people don't speak up but instead they act out like in passive aggressive ways so if I tell my partner right now <laughs> that wow, sex boring here with you. Okay, maybe don't <laughs> say it in that way. So let's get creative in that sense. Of, okay. First of all, try and understand the example. <laughs> We're going to workshop this. No, because it's not like I haven't been trying to communicate, you see? That's yeah. the frustration, sure, right? Sure, sure. So that at some point, it's like, it's boring. I don't know how else to describe it. Really. Then there comes that it, it, it does feel personal. It is so personal. Yeah, how do we then find a way to overcome that hurdle? Sure. Yeah. So, so a couple of strategies. So oh, I always tell the clients I work with, it's not you or the person. It's always the strategy that's not working for you. So you're amazing. Your partner's amazing. The strategy is failing you or there are uh. more than one ways. Okay. So have that mindset first. Second of all, um, be curious. Is your partner not sharing more with you? Is it because from a family background, they were told never to do that? Because think about it. Females have been told their whole life that their pleasure is not really important. Sex is more of a guy thing. It's only in this recent years that female empowerment is coming up, female pleasure is coming up. There are more movies about it than in the past. It's quite a lot of generational trauma if you think about it in that mm. sense. So have that compassion. And then they really may not know because nobody talks about it to mm. them. So so if let's say a face-to-face talk is very confrontational because it feels like you are telling me I'm something is wrong with me mm-hmm. versus maybe sending an article and then saying, I'm thinking of this, what do you think? How do you feel? Sometimes when you 
text or you message or you send an article, you read it in your own voice. You don't hear your partner's voice. So you don't hear the judgment in that sense. Okay, okay. Or you can produce mm. a podcast episode about it and then send her. <laughs> send oh God, episode. You know what doing. So honestly, you this must is watch this. <laughs> later, later in this episode or maybe in the second half of this, right? We are, are actually going to explore like how, like methods and ways to pleasure both male and female. Um, people and coming back parts. to your bit of boring yeah. so maybe instead of the word choice boring maybe it's not as exciting for me I, I don't feel as close to you so see what love language your partner is mm-hmm. and use that mm. Dan was indicating that is it should I write a letter no, mm-hmm. I was saying take down notes. If it, oh, works, for you, notes. If it works for you, let her go for okay. it. Yeah, but I do sometimes encourage yeah. my clients to write letters because they've tried to communicate to their partner. They've mm. repeated themselves. So yeah. finding different ways to get through to them. Mm. You can text them, you can email them, you can write a letter to them. These are all different ways to get through like, hey, you know, this is serious mm. without needing to have a meltdown. Yeah. Or creative. Divorce. Dirty notes and leave it at different parts of the house. Yeah. Ooh, then or, you might try that. <laughs> or you can buy a toy from Cherry Affairs. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, the love language is gifts. Yes, that's a good point. Wow, wow. Or acts of service. I think something that I'm obviously very curious about, and I guess me and my wife are curious about, somewhere down the line is as we're having kids, like what's the best way to kind of introduce sex education? So my perspective and my lens is that um it's layering. You're not going to tell a newborn, this is sex. Like, Yo, that's sex. Not, yeah, that's yeah. not appropriate. <laughs> so you want to do things, basic things like seeking consent. Like give them the power to know what consent is and to exercise their consent. So something as simple as, you know, when you're changing the diaper, just say like, hey, I'm going to change your diaper or I'm going to massage you. Especially when you do baby massage, you always ask for their consent. So over time, what happens is they know what safe touch is and not safe touch is. Yeah. And then when they're a little bit older, I would guess three, four, thereabout, you would want to use the correct name for their genitals instead of giving pet names or some yeah, other right. forms, right? Like Gucci. Yeah, yeah like, like don't, by giving Banana. them, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. by giving them names, you are also in a way creating a shame about it. So it, there's no difference their genital to their other body parts, mm. right? So you, you, you're creating a safe environment that, this is part of you and it's okay. Oh, another thing, their nose. Respect their nose. The nose. Their nose. So yeah, they will enter the terrible too and go, no. Oh, oh I thought no. the nose. Oh, no, yeah. no, sorry. No, no. no. Oh, like, oh, no. Big, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right? To, to, um, to add weight to what no means essentially. Yeah, so yeah. for example, like my kid is in the, you know, exploring food stage, right? So she will eat and then suddenly she just doesn't want to eat it today. She'll be like, no. Right? So I can go panicking like, oh my God, you need to eat nutrition and all that or respect your no and stop the meal there. Because that what that's going to help the child is later on, especially for their safety, they will feel empowered to tell someone no and know that the no can be respected. Right. But isn't that so difficult? Because yeah. like, especially when it comes to food, right? If they say no, then what if they don't get enough nutrients for that day? But that's the thing. The human body will find its way. They will come and tell you they are hungry. They will ask for milk. They will ask for fruit. Then you you lay the boundary. Like, this is the meal time. After meal time, if you're really hungry, you get a fruit. You're not going to get a snack. So you mm. lay the boundary. But mm. respect, trust them and their body system to know because kids are built with this introception to know what's happening and to say it's enough because like a baby automatically just will stop drinking milk because that's their food. Yeah. So they have that. So let's not rob them of that. So over time, what happens is you build this resilience in them that their no is respected. Mm. Your child is going to feel empowered to know like, 
okay, I have a voice and my voice matters. So when a stranger or, or not a stranger, someone that's not going to do something unkind to them, they will feel safe to say no. They know how to ask for help. And then at a later stage, they will turn to you. For example, like we were chatting with someone and they shared that the child saw porn on the bus. Right. right? You can't stop that. Mm. Right. But if you create a safe environment at home where they can come and tell you things, you're going to be in a better position to guide them and make meaning out of it. This to me is so important and why I feel like so many people become parents when they are not like qualified to be. It's because they don't do the homework. They, they, they don't even know themselves enough to be able and, and have that conversation with themselves or with, with their partners and whatever, right? To be able to then pass this down to yeah. their children. I personally have always never wanted to have a child, mainly because I feel like the amount of work needed to be done to finally be ready to have a child is, is just a bit too much. But at the same time, I a bit... <laughs> yeah, for more. A bit, no, not not say for more. Like I do see it as like maybe what is it that I'm fearing again, right? Similar to like the Rachel episode that she was talking about. You need to look at what you fear, and why, and then see whether like how you can address those things. Mm. And then now that I'm starting to really focus on this, I'm realizing now that maybe yes, I I do want a kid in the future. Mm. Yeah. I resonate with you completely because I didn't want a kid. I was more like, oh. let me foster, let me adopt. There's so many other kids out there. Let's do something. Mm -hmm. Why make one? Like, what's the point mm -hmm. of having it? I used to call it DIY. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't need a DIY. I have a ready-made. Let's go with that. But now I'm on the other side of it. Yes, it's a lot of hard work. Yes, it's a lot of pain and discomfort. It's a lot. But I'm at the same time, I also feel that I'm the best person to be a mom. Like, nobody else will do a greater job for my child than I would because mm. I'm vested. I'm in it and I'm going to be the change maker for her. Yeah. So yeah. if you have that lens of view and when you're ready to take on that responsibility, if you, ever you decide, it's, it's entirely your choice. But you're going to be the best because you already have all the right tools in your head. The fact that you are even asking yourself whether you will make a good parent mm. shows that you are much better than some people who just... <laughs> Have a kid and not just marry already, then one child come out. Uh. Wait, what's this? <laughs> we made a very conscious and planned decision to have a child. So, thanks again to Cherry FS for sponsoring this episode. Details of everything is in the description box below. Go and check it out and participate. If mm. not, we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Yeah, what she said. Uh, these two episodes are for educational purposes. Boobies. <laughs> this is one big ass penis twisting, pulling, shaking, biting. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.